It is officially the start of the second half Thursday, July 15th. Daily Dingers is back after our little all-star break hiatus. I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. Jack, let's get right into it, baby. We're going to start with the all-star game. Little pre, little little recap. What'd you think besides the abomination that was those jerseys? Okay, that like I swear, growing up, like my favorite thing, like ever, is just seeing like you're seeing like the introductions. I mean, it's really cool, and you get to see like your one or two players, whoever it is, like getting announced with their uniforms on. To see like Brandon Crawford and Kevin Gosman get announced with that horrible uniform was just that was tough. That was tough. I mean, that was basically like those looked like celebrity softball game jerseys. Well, it's it's just like I don't know. They're just gross. I was not and like the celebrity softball players wore actual team uniforms instead this year. I know. Which I, I was know. like, dude, you're letting them do that, but not the people that play in the actual game. Like, yeah, it's it was it was the, insane. But but the game though, the game itself, the game itself. That, that Jared Walsh catch was crazy. That was nuts. That actually that actually really hindered the the over. Yeah, you really screwed. Which that you, game. which you, which you talked me into. I my instinct was under because they don't score. In I these games. had a feeling this year. It seemed like the pitching stats weren't that amazing this year. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I mean that hindered it. I mean the the NL just didn't just the NL just didn't hit. No, like, I mean period. I don't know. It's whatever. It's hard to predict a an all star game anyway. So. I know Vladdy MVP though. That Very was nice. Sick. That imagine man, he get a nuke. That was a bomb. Could you I imagine? Wish I could have seen him in the derby, what he would have could, done. Could you imagine? Like Stephen A. Smith's head must have been spinning after the game that Vlad, the MVP of the All Star game, needed an interpreter. Like, I was on, thinking like, the same <laughs> exact thing, dude. Like, I was like, of course he needs an interpreter. He's one of the faces of baseball too. Like, Stephen A. Smith is going to be pissed. Yeah, I was like, Stephen A. Smith must be just flabbergasted right now. He's probably having an aneurysm. It's unbelievable. No, nah, but um, anyway, so I mean, overall, I think they did a pretty good job with everything but the uniforms. Derby was good. I. I like that they were pumping Otani the entire time, but like, I'm just gonna be real. You, I know it's an All Star game, and you have to go five. It you usually have to go five innings to get a, a win officially. Usually, yeah. the guy who pitches the first inning doesn't get. I think Otani just got the win because he's Otani. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean that was a little. I was like, yeah, they were about to give him the MVP. You're uh, Joe Buck talking. He's like. Well, I think I think Otani might be the MVP of this All Star game. Like, what he went zero for two. Yeah, he went zero for two. He pitched a perfect inning. Like, Vladdy hit a dinger. Like, I mean, you can't Vlade be giving two RBI and one of them was four hundred seventy feet. Yeah, you can't be you can't be just giving out the MVP to Otani just because he pitched and went zero for two. Like, that's they, if he would. I like that the MLB is trying to like get in like the like you know kind of like embrace the fact that Otani is the new face of baseball, but like. There's a line you can't like you can't like just give it to him. You have to like make no. You can't just give it to him, especially when like you got guys like Vladdy like doing the things that he's doing. Like I mean, Tatis actually, I Tatis missed. I called him anytime. He missed the home run off Otani. He was like just a little bit out in front. He missed. He missed a couple of them that he was very close. He knew it too when he hit it. He like. He like, he like he like sl- yeah he like knew it too but anyway I thought it was pretty good pretty good all around though um especially for the short notice home run derby was sick that was fun I mean that um, was one of the coolest home run derby yeah that was yeah insane. so all right now we're in second half I, let's start with this we're we're doing the where we were right where we were wrong from our um, opening day um, predictions I guess so let's start with where we were wrong. 
Okay, so, so where were you wrong from uh, your opening day predictions? I was very wrong in thinking the Royals were actually going to be decent this year. Okay. Um, I, I, I hammered their win total over 74 and a half. That is simply not going to happen this year, I'm pretty sure, at this point. Like, there's just no chance. That team is horrific. They're pitching so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. so bad. And then I also with them had Jorge Soler light sprinkled to, you know, lead the league in home runs and he has not hit like any homers this year he's hitting like 185 too he's been terrible terrible all right listen, i don't care if he's in 185 he doesn't even hit home runs when he's hitting them but he's not hitting home runs when he's getting hits so yeah he's like, got like four home runs he's bad like he's I like i don't understand this the guy has so much power he is like send down to triple a a bull at this point no not that bad but he's getting there all right all right well listen if it makes you feel any better here's where i was wrong um first place i was wrong was i picked the twins to win the al central that team stinks okay so you could that, not be more wrong <laughs> could not be more wrong there and then i'm gonna stay on the twins i picked kenta maeda to win Whoa. the al cy young i just cannot be any more wrong there with, with those guy with those two and i also oh, picked God. the yankees to win the al east but that's still up for grabs in my opinion with the stretch like that we'll talk about we will talk. We will talk about the stretch they have coming up, where they could possibly yeah. get back in this thing. Um, all right, now let's go. Where we were right? Where were you right? Opening day, right? Um, I had the Mets under ninety-one and a half wins. Listen, the Mets are in first place, but they're by no means. I don't think they're going to get above ninety wins this year. I, I could be wrong. If they had a couple pieces at the deadline, they they could be awesome. Um, but right now, not really seen seen that happening. And then the uh, the Marlins over seventy-one and a half. I was, that was something I was very impressed. Like I was very happy with that when uh, when I bet it, and it's looking pretty solid right now. I'm not saying they're going to go above 500 or anything, but I think they're you know going to be about 78, 80 wins team, something like that. I'm with you there. So I, that's one of my right predictions was Marlins winning over that 71 and a half or seven, whatever it is, 72. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think they'll get there. They actually have the second best run differential in the NL East, which is weird, even though they're in last place. Good but, pitching. Yeah, their pitching's good. They're not, they're actually not like horrific. Where I was right, the big one where I was right, where we're still moving in this direction. If he stays healthy, this will be the greatest prediction I've ever made. Um, I preseason, March 16th, I'll show you all the bet slip. I picked Otani to win the AL MVP at plus 3,500. That's insane. So right now, that looks good. That's my best. That was my best prediction of the year. I mean, I picked the Cunha. This is a wrong spot. I picked the, we both picked the Cunha for NL MVP, and that's that sucks because he's done. That's tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those those are where we were right, where we were wrong. Overall, not really that bad. Not horrible. Like the just bad ones the are really bad. The, the bad ones say, are really bad. Like the bad the ones are really bad. Yeah, the Royals the, and the Twins bets that we had are just yikes. Yeah, the Royal the the bad ones are really bad, but the good ones are actually really good. So, you know, that's what it is. We we'll make see. predictions. All right, let's move. Second half gets underway tonight. Okay. There's a lot of the Yankees, Red Sox. We're not even going to talk about betting that game. Yankees don't even have a pitcher announced. You can't even bet this game with without a pitcher or a lineup. There's no props available. So let's just talk about this real quick. Um, Yankees have, what did you say? They have the eight of their next 11 games are against the Red Sox. Right. So they are eight back. They've lost six to the Red Sox this year. How many do you think they need to win against the Red Sox to get back in it? I think they got to win six. I think they got to win. Wait, you said I, they have six I think, or eight? I think they have to take three out of four this first this first series coming up right now. 
Then the Red Sox got the Rays in between, which is a tough draw. Then I think the the Yankees have got to get maybe two or like split that second four game series or win it. But I just don't see that happening. Honestly, I think they got to take seven out of eight. You think they get seven? Okay, because think about this. Let's do let's do some quick math. Say they take three out of four this week. They're eight back right now, right? Yeah. So say they take three out of four this week. If they take four out of four this weekend, they're four back. But if they only take three out of four, they're six back. Hmm. Because yeah, I, I, I see the math you're saying, but like. And then you got, I think they got to take seven out of eight, dude. Like, but I mean, they, they don't necessarily have to get back in the division race. They got to get back in the wild card race, right? Like. Right, point, but baby steps, baby steps. Right, but you also have to hop you that where they are. They have to hop Toronto. They have to hop the Rays. Yeah, so, that's what part is. You're gonna have you're gonna have the Rays playing the Red Sox. Where you're like, all right, I think we kind of want the Rays to win this or Rays to lose this against the Red Sox. Like, right, it's gonna be difficult. But it's yeah. a really important stretch for the if the Yankees go below 500 in this next stretch, they're they're toast. Even if they're 500, they're toast. Yeah, like they the, you got to make up a lot of you have to make up a lot of ground. Right. Yeah, now. I mean it's it is a long, you know, 80 games or whatever is the rest of the season for them, but like the same time like that it, this first half went quick. Yeah. And they were not good at all in the first half. So you got to you got to make up that ground as quick as you can as early as you can. Right. So that this is a very important stretch for them now. Okay, here we go. Deadline's coming. Can't be we're not we can't avoid it. What are All right, right now if you look at the standings. All right, the let's go let's go Division by division here. AL East, Boston's in first, Tampa's in second, then Toronto and the Yankees are eight back of of them. Tampa Bay's only a game and a half behind Boston. Let's we'll I'm gonna go down the list and then we'll go. All right, White Sox have that division wrapped up. They don't need anything. They just need to like not collapse. West add, they the White Sox might need to add one little piece. What do you think they need to add? I think they might need to add like a little utility guy. Okay. That's like fair. A, like a Whit Merrifield or like Chris, Ooh. I mean, not he's not a little utility guy. Chris Bryan is a big utility guy. He can play every outfield infield position. But we're gonna get to him. I gonna, he's he's definitely on the chopping block. Like the Cubs are for sure trading. We'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get to him. So I think the I just I do think the Central's wrapped up because the White Sox are they have an eight game lead. I don't think Cleveland's that good. It's just like and then Detroit, Minnesota, and KC are brutal. Yeah. All right, AL West, Houston's three and a half up on. Oakland. I think Oakland, we talked about this before. You think Oakland needs another Oakland probably needs another bat and they probably need another starter. Yeah. I mean one or the other. I don't think they'll they'll do both, but one or the other. I they need one or they need one or the other there. Um, I think if they could get a three headed like they're they're hitting their lineup's pretty solid. So if they get like a three headed beast at um with you know Bassett, Manaya, and then one other starter they they trade for that could be really nice for the playoffs. Yeah, I think they need the arm more than they need the bat. Um, yeah, there. especially in the playoffs, if you can have like three out of your four starters, guys you can rely on heavily, you're looking really good. Agreed. And now like Seattle's like Seattle's five games over. They're seven out. I don't think they're gonna have a chance in the division. They're three they're and a half. Back. They're, they're close in the wild card race though. They're like, three and a half back. They're three and a half back in the wild card, but I just feel like they like can Kalenic come up. He's he's up now. They brought him back. Yeah. Can Kalenic come up and be like that stud that like they need that like gets them to the playoffs? Yes, and I like, what know. about their starting? Like Chris Flexen has actually been like one of their best pitchers. Yeah, and that guy they brought up, Logan Gilbert. They brought up the same good. time as Kalenic. He's been good. 
Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I just don't know with them. I do I think, don't they, think they do anything because they know they're young and there's like, all right, if we make playoffs this year, that's a bonus. I agree. I agree there. Now also we we skipped over the AL East. I just think Boston probably won't do anything because they're planning on getting Chris Sale back and Tampa. Yeah. I just don't see them doing much. Tampa never does anything at the deadline. If the Yankees take three out of four this weekend, which would leave them six back in the division, I think they they are gonna be like forced to go get a pitcher. They're going to be massive buyers, whether it's pitching or hit. like they can't hit yeah. worth a lick either right now. So they're going to be like very much so trying to trade for anyone that's big that's available, like a Joey Gallo or a Chris Bryan or, you know, any guy like that. Something like that. And then. All right. So let's go NL. Speaking of Chris Bryant. All right. NL East Mets have a three and a half game lead over the Phillies. He's a per- Bryant's a perfect fit for the Mets. Chris Bryant is a perfect fit for the Mets. But is it? You don't give up major prospects for a rental. You can't do that. The Giants did that when they traded uh, Zach Wheeler for for Carlos Beltran that one year. Right, that was really bad. Like, you I don't think do you that. you can't give up major pieces for a rental. But like, the Mets also have some other pieces that are under team control. Like, they have a JD Davis who they have a JD Davis who he's he's a bat. He's an asset in terms of a bat. They have. They have their system has been pretty good. I wouldn't trade the kid Alvarez. I wouldn't trade Brett Beatty. Those are the two guys I think you you don't even you don't even touch. Um, but they do have the ability to go get him. But the thing is, you've got to resign him. I, what I would try and do is I would I would go get Bryant. I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up a ton of stuff for Bryant. But I go get Bryant. I try to resign him. I tell Conforto to go kick rocks because that guy stinks. I I, th- the thing, I think Bryant's gonna. It's going to be so interesting to see where he ends up because so many teams could use a guy like him that can play basically any infield position, every outfield position, and it's like a really big bat. Like, yeah, he's he's an asset. They just he's right now he's a rental because he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, so you got to be careful what you give up for him. But he would be great. And if the Mets got him, that like turns the tide of the NL in my opinion because their pitching is good enough to compete with anybody. Yeah, but then they got they him and Carrasco back and he's, he's doing decent. I don't, I don't even want to think about Syndergaard. I don't even, I have no clue when he's coming back. No, I don't even intend. I don't even, I'm not even counting on him to come back. No. I do think Carrasco on the other hand, Carrasco starts his rehab assignment today. So he'll be back. Let's see. He, getting him back would be a major piece. So, all right. I just don't think, I don't know. Like Philly is the Phillies are, at 500, they're six and a half back of the wild card. They're only three and a half back of the Mets. I just don't know what they do. I don't know if they do anything. They're maybe add another arm to pair with Wheeler and, and Nola, but do like, you, I don't know. Do you think the Braves become sellers without Acuna? No, I don't think they become sellers because they know what they've got coming up next year, like the next year after this, that, you know, they pick up another arm or something like that. They're good to go. And finally, the Nats here, they're five under, they're six out. Of the division, they're nine out of the wild card. Do they do they do some selling, or do they try to get back in this thing? That's we. It's like I feel like you don't sell, but I don't think they buy either. I think they just kind of stay put, right? Like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, they're not going to trade a Scherzer. That's just not happening at this point. No, no, they're not. I mean, I don't. They're also not going to get in the market for a big player. No, and I, I, yeah, I think the only, I mean, this is Strasburg coming back this year. I believe so, but I don't know when. I mean, if you get him back, that's like adding a piece. So yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see with them. Um, all right. Brewers have a four-game lead in the Central. Reds are the closest to them. The Reds need bullpen arms. I don't know what's available. Maybe the guy Rodriguez from from the Pirates, 
Yeah. Um, Craig Kimbrell right there. Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Like the Reds need some bullpen arms if they're going to stay in this thing. Um, the Brewers, on the other hand, I feel like the Brewers could use a bat. They need a bat desperately. Yeah. Like if the Brewers get a bat, now we're talking. But like they, they need a guy that they don't need a guy that can hit for crazy power or anything. Just a guy that can get on base and like drive in runs. Like a Whit Merrifield. Yes, like literally just a guy that's dependable. You know he's going to hit, not a guy that like has a potential to strike out half time like a Joey Gallo. No, I think they need a bat desperately. I think the Reds need a bullpen arm desperately, and they could probably use another. They could probably use another starter, um, if so. But I really do think that division is going to come down. Th- that division is coming down to those two teams, and it's just going to be a matter of can the Brewers hit or can the Reds pitch. That's I really. Mean, it- it- don't count out the Cardinals either. If they had an arm or something like that, that team no. has the lineup to be able to Card- score. Cardinals are toast. They don't hit righties. Their pitching's not very good. I think the Cardinals are toast this year. That's what I'm saying, though. If they can get Flaherty like, getting back in a groove and then you get one other starter, I think they could actually make a little bit of noise. I don't know. We'll t- we'll, we'll revisit them at a later date. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I disagree with you on that. I just think they're – I don't know. I just don't think they're very good. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Finally, San Francisco is leading the West. Do we, first of all, do we, we need, expect them need, to stay there? No, I don't think they're going to stay there. I, I, I think they're going to be firmly in the playoff hunt. I think they need to add a bat, though. All right. So if they need to add a bat, what position are you? Would you be targeting? Um, I mean, Belt and Longoria right now. Their health. You don't. It's kind of up in the air. You don't really know. They kind of need a corner outfielder too. Like I, I don't you, really want to trust Alex Dickerson in the lineup every single day. You go get Joey Gallo. I think Joey Gallo on right would be amazing. He could play there. He could play first. Um, you think if you I, go get Joey Gallo, that changes the direction of the team for like the division? Oh, I I think if you get Joey Gallo, you finally get that one guy that's like actually a bona fide power hitter because they don't have they have a guy a lot of guys will hit like. 10, 15, 20 home runs tops, but like they don't have a lot of guys that are like, you know, he's he steps to the plate and you're scared, like, oh, he's gonna take us yard. Like if you get a Joe right. Gallo, then you finally have that piece of the lineup. True. Or do you go get a I don't even know what catchers are available. Are there any catchers no, available? Buster Posey's fine. He'll be all right. He'll he's be all right. He's, not... he's hurt right. right now, but he's not hurt for that long. Okay. All right. And finally I I, I don't go. think Chris Bryant be out of the question either, though, with how much like Health wise, that's kind of like up in the air with like the corner outfield and third base. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, don't think he's out of the question. I don't think the Giants are going to trade for another rental like that. No, but he's a good piece if you could get him, especially in San Fran there. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be incredible, but he'd be we'll, great. We'll I don't know. I, I and then him or, him or Gallo, I'd be really happy with, but I feel like Gallo is a perfect fit. He is. They, they just need Splash to play shots. power bat. God, imagine Sp- him just ripping shots into the bay. Like, I mean, I just feel like he's a perfect fit. It's just like, what do you got to give up to get him? I don't know. I've not given up Joey Bart or, you know, like a couple of our top prospects, but it's, is he a free? He's free agent in the year too. So it's a rental. So it won't cost as much. True. True. I don't know. I just feel like you got to go get that guy. If you're the Giants, you change the scope of that division and the NL. Dude, if, yeah, if you, if you get him, I think it's pretty easy to convince a guy to stay in, in like a, at a team that like, is going in the right direction. Like clearly you can tell when they got Zaidi in there that like they know what the hell they're doing, you know, regarding like picking up random players to be able to get this team winning ball club. Um, so we'll see. And I, I mean and it's a nice area to live in. So I was gonna say, and I mean like it's not a bad place to be. 
Yeah, so. it's not like he's getting traded to Pittsburgh. Right. It's not a bad place to be. All right. Now, I don't know. I don't think the Dodgers do anything. I think they just stay the course. Padres, I with the Dodgers, you never know. I feel like they always love to just pick up a huge person just because they have the bankroll. Yeah, but I just feel like they're I just feel like they'll stay maybe they add a bullpen arm or something like that, but I don't yeah. That's like I think they do something minor, if anything. And then the Padres, I don't know. I'm not on the paddock train here, so I they need pitching. I feel like they need another starter. I mean, what's the deal with Clevenger? I don't know. I thought he was supposed to be back. I don't know what his. I don't know injury. what's going on with Mike Clevenger right now because he was awesome before he got hurt last year. He was. So I don't know. Like he, if he comes back, then he's like that piece. It's just, it's a they whole need a starter. They need, they, they need someone because Blake Snell is just not it. He's not doing No, that. and Ryan Weathers has not been very good no. recently. Hugh Darvish is great. Yeah, Darvish and Musgrove have been great. Yeah, well, and then um, Lamette's been all right, too. He's not that bad. He's been hurt, though. Yeah, but he you can't you can't rely on him to stay healthy. But and Paddock's been Paddock's been okay. They need I think they need a starter. They do. They get a starter. I think they get a starter, and maybe, I don't know if they could do this. I I feel like they need another. Like I feel like they need like you know who would be good for them because he could play the outfield um, as well. I feel like Whit Merrifield would be a great piece for them. Yeah, he be, he'd be good. I mean, because Jerks and Profar just is not it. He's fine. He's all right. It's just like. He's, if you could replace Jerks and Profar with Whit Merrifield, oh, you do it ten you times. Do it, you do it every single time. Yeah. If that team gets Whit Merrifield, now we're talking. All right, that yeah, guy's yeah, a that piece for be, anybody. You got Fam Merrifield and uh, Grisham in the outfield. I like that a lot. Right, like you're you're looking, you're sitting pretty there. I think if they if they could somehow swing a deal for him, that's that is AJ AJ Preller, dude. You must, if you're listening to this, you better go get that guy because that makes you guys a serious. Think about that lineup, dude. Contender. You have, you have those three outfielders, and you got Machado, Tatis, Cronenworth, Hosmer. Like, oh my god! Right, Hosmer's batting eighth. It's like, jeez, that's the batting eighth in my line. He's batting eighth in my lineup. Uh, speaking of Eric Hosmer, I think he's great, great guy, and everything. But there is a Padres fan that made a highlight reel of him just grounding into double plays, and it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Are you serious? It's, yeah, you I gotta find it. Me. My friend, my friend John. My friend John found it and said that it's like the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's it's hilarious. Oh my god, I gotta so, see that. <laughs> so, all right, before we wrap things up, any wild predictions? Any any predictions for the second half um, that you might not have made the first time around? The Yankees are making the playoffs. Wow, there. I think they'll make the playoffs. I I think that team's too talented to to not, and they're gonna be. I think they're just gonna they're gonna kind of panic and buy. But that might actually help. So we'll see. I, I think they're making the playoffs, though. So you think the Yankees are making the playoffs? That's my bold. That's my bold prediction. That's your bold second half prediction. Oh yeah, and maybe maybe Padres don't make it this year. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. They will, but that that that's like I'm tr- if we're going bold bold takes. That's like their starting pitching just kills them, and then I got a bold take. The Rays are going to be sitting at home. In October, they're not making the playoffs. The Rays are going to be sitting at home in October. I I definitely think the Blue Jays overtake them in that in that uh, division. I think I think I'm telling you, they're going to fade. You know why? They do this all the time. They get off to that hot start. They they do this. They're in it. They're in it. They're in it, and they fade at the end because they're not. Listen. 
they have talent in their lineup, but they are not as good as some of these other teams in the AL. I think they're going to fade. I think they are going to be watching the playoffs from the couch. They don't have glass now, right now either. Like that's if Correct. they still had glass now. If they didn't trade Snell, they were they were not stupid. Different story if they had glass now. I will say yeah. that if they had um, glass now, you have a starter you can actually rely on every single day, but. I just don't think you could piece stuff together with Ryan Yarbrough and openers for uh, the long haul here. I mean, hey, they the thing is I'm never going to count the Rays out just because they always do this too where you think they're going to be terrible and then all of a sudden, boom, they make the World Series. Like, I just – my prediction is they will be sitting at home and the Reds will be making the playoffs. So what do you, so you think – What do you, do you think they're going to win that division? Because I don't think I don't think anyone from the Central is going to make a wild card appearance. Well, they're I only three. They're only three. Weapons. They're only three and a half back of a wild card. I just feel like it's going to be one of those NLS teams or three three NLS teams that are going to make the playoffs this year. It seems like because for the Giants to not make the playoffs, they'd have to have a absolutely like horrific collapse in the second half. Then you know what? I'm going to stick with my preseason pick and say the Reds are going to win the NL Central. Boom, boom. I would they not get, be surprised if they had another. another they are going to. They are going to go get. A couple bullpen arms at the deadline. They're, they're going go. to get that guy from Pittsburgh, though, because that's inner inner division. Yeah, but the Pirates make stupid trades all the time, so I don't put it past them at this point. Little Emma, did you did you like their first overall pick, that catcher from Louisville? I don't know anything about him. I just saw him hitting bombs and throwing guys out from his he hits knees. Tanks. I was like, dude, if you're going to pick a catcher, this is the guy. Like, I mean, I don't, I know nothing about him, but you know, I, I th- the most hilarious. I, go, sorry, sorry. I, know, I was just saying, I hate when people like I was looking at like how people were reacting to that pick on the Pirates page, like, oh my god, what the hell? You didn't get liar, you can get uh that guy mayor or whatever. I'm like, dude, you cannot tell right now who is gonna be good in the next three years, whoever whenever they come up to them like to the show. You don't have any like, idea. Just, oh, just, these Pirates get, fans never get, watched this guy play. Literally, it's like just get behind, just get behind a guy real quick. You, you drafted him first overall, get behind him real quick and then see if he can do it. Like that's it. It's a crapshoot. The most hilarious thing about the draft to me is that the Angels decided to draft 20 pitchers. They're like, we are so bad in our, throughout our organization with pitching that we're just gonna take we're punting on every other on every other position and we're drafting a bunch of pitchers. Hopefully, two of them end up good. Yeah, literally. So, but all right, everyone. That was that's your second half preview. That's your first half, uh, you know, recap. But uh, that's it for us today. So don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. That is your second half preview. Me and Jack will be back tomorrow for another edition of Parlay Friday. See you tomorrow.